Welcome to the Anime Backlog, a podcast featuring three weebs forcing each other to finally watch each other's anime recommendations. A note that episodes will contain spoilers about that week's featured anime and will have explicit language. You can follow the show for updates on Twitter at the Anime Backlog. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Anime Backlog Podcast. This is episode four, or the time we rolled the dice to decide our fate. <laughs> and as we started hinting back in episode one, uh, the four episodes in our rotation will be a little bit different. Instead of being a show one of us have seen and introducing to the other two, this will be a show that none of the three of us have watched, and we're picking it semi-randomly. If you already checked out the episode title, you probably already know what we're watching, but this is how we figured that answer out. Setup is as follows. Each of us nominated five anime to be added to a list, along with five anime we consider, in quotes, likely to be trash, that were added to making a total of 20 potentials for this episode. Dan is going to roll a d20 after I go through this nomination list, and that will tell us what we're watching this week. The nominations were as follows. I nominated Fruits Basket, March Comes In Like a Lion, A Place Further Than the Universe, Teasing Master Tagaki-san and Planets, Marcus nominated Banana Fish, Revolutionary Girl Utena, Bakuman, Uncle from Another World, and Akiba Made War. Dan gave us Summertime Render, To Your Eternity, Plastic Memories, Maria the Virgin Witch, and Beasters. And lastly, the trash is Rent-A-Girlfriend, Domestic Girlfriend, Black Bullet, The God of High School, and Masamune Kun's Revenge. And then I've sorted them 1 through 20 alphabetically, so that'll tell us what the anime could be. And for the non-tabletop nerds, a D20 simply means a 20-sided dice. But if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably fucking play D&D yeah. or Pathfinder or something. And if you don't, stop listening to our podcast and go play D&D or Pathfinder or something. I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell people to stop listening to our podcast. I mean, at this moment, you can come back to us, but just go play some t- tabletop. Play some tabletop while listening to our pot. No, that's bad for role play. No, do both. Just do both. Shut up. Yeah. Or at least pick up something like Divinity or Kingmaker on your PC and play that. Yeah. Props yeah. to Divinity. That shit's great. All right, Dan, go ahead and right. give us that dice roll. D20. All right. And it coming up with uh, a seven. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> which one? Which one was seven? It's trash. <laughs> it's domestic girlfriends. Oh no! <laughs> right out of the gate. Okay. <laughs> we missed fruits basket by one. Oh, damn it! Damn. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. What the fuck did we get ourselves into? <laughs> domestic girlfriend. For those at home, each of us is frantically typing into Google and Mal to look oh, this shit up. God. All right, uh, 6.68 on Mal. Uh, so Oof. the threshold for probably trash was it has to be like really popular, but have it below seven and most of the time way below seven score on Mal. Um, so this one for a trash is decently rated. So maybe there'll be some redeeming qualities. It is a 12 episode season. So I hate to say it. I think we're watching the whole <laughs> we're thing. We're watching all 12. <laughs> Damn it. 
uh, uh, the good news it is on Crunchyroll, so it's easy to find. We don't have to go on pirate any of this. Uh, the summary is this. In their teenage years, few things can hurt people more than the heartaches that come with unrequited love. Such is the case for Natsu Fuji, who found, found himself entranced by his school's ever-cheerful ever teacher, Hina. Deflated by this unreachable desire, Natsuo humors his friends and attends a mixer. There he meets Rui, a girl who, uh, who lacks the excitement rivals that of himself. After bonding over their mutual awkwardness, Rui takes Natsuo to her house and asks him to have sex with her, hoping that the experience will stop her friends from treating her like a clueless child. Jesus. With his hopeless feelings towards Hina still in the mind, Natsuo hesitantly agrees. Equally unfulfilled by their first times, the two, decide, the two decide to part ways as strangers. However, before even as a chance to process the experience, Natsuo's father drops a major bombshell. He is getting remarried and his new wife, uh, Sutsiko Tachibana, is coming over now to meet Natsuo. As if they'll not be enough of a shock, her daughters and in turn Natsuo's new sisters are Hina and Rui to Tachibana, the woman he's in love with and the girl he's shared his first night with. Now, Natsuo must learn to come to terms with the feelings he has for his step-siblings as he opens his eyes opens to the darker side of love. Jesus. So... <laughs> he... So... Mm. He fucked his now stepsister and was in love with his now other stepsister. And God, and apparently he fucked his crush's younger sister. That, that's a good move. That that's a good move. Are there only that, like that three out. people in this town? <laughs> Man, all, all is this town. All I hear is down, bing, and down, bing, and down, bing, and down, bing, and down, down. Oh, this <sighs> sounds terrible. Oh yeah. This oh be. boy, this is gonna be painful. This is gonna be one of those ones where I'm watching it as an assignment for the show and Caitlin, my partner is going to walk in and just go, what the fuck are you watching? And then I'm oh. going to have to like frantically explain, like, I swear it's not for my own enjoyment. And she's going to go, what's the plot? I'm going to say, well, you see, if you need a, if, if Caitlin needs a, a confirmation that it's for the show, she can text me and I'll God. confirm it for her. No. And this then she's going to be like, you motherfuckers chose this on purpose. I know you, you sick, depraved pieces of shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> do, do they go? So, so they're all, they're all step family. It's this isn't like a this is an Oremo. No, uh, no, we're not we're not that levels of depraved. Oh, uh, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> but it's still not good, <laughs> man. This is oh, this is gonna suck. Um, well, we get to roast some, <laughs> we, we get to roast a trash fire for our fourth episode, guys. Mm. So, How uh, fucking wild will it be if all of us love it? <laughs> like, like, we're all like, I, you know, this shit was actually good. First off, Marcus, you're here. There's no way we're all going to love the show. <laughs> like, Dan and me liking it is like, maybe. There's a Just chance. maybe. But there's no fucking way you're going to like this show. There's, there's, there's a am, good chance. I'm going in with an open mind. I, maybe I'm not going to say I'm a shit on it. But I will if it deserves it. I'm going to keep an open mind. Maybe. maybe the concept is just there to fool us and it's surprisingly wholesome and nice. I, I doubt it, but it, it, the possibility is there. 
I think the only way that I'm going to like this show is that my expectations going into it are so fucking low that it trips over them and manages to be okay. I'm I'm hoping for a Velocipaster situation Ooh. where it's shitty, it knows it's shitty, and it leans into it in a funny way. I'm hoping. I will say the concept doesn't sound like a setup for funny to me, but well, what can you do? Besides yeah. roll it. Do you, do you have a point of inspiration, Dan? Can you roll another D20? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Let me, uh, can let me we, hit can that. we give Dan advantage? <laughs> oh, give me advantage. Oh. Dan has the lucky feet. Six. But but instead of ones, it just lets him re-roll trash. <laughs> uh, that, uh, six would have also been trash, so oh, that doesn't well, help Which us. one was six? Yeah, well, six black was bullet. black bullet. But that I, won't I, be as fun to shit on. Here's the thing. This, I will admit, of the trash list, this was the one I was looking forward to the least. So, at least we're getting it out of the way. I'm yep. going into this with a positive attitude and an open mind. So, so just uh, for people listening, uh, the trash will be replaced by new trash. So, I don't know that it really helps us all that much. But, but if it's less trash, I like if you have to stick it- your hand in trash... I would rather it be like dry papers instead, instead of, of like soup. wet food stuffs. Oh, it's going to get wet. That's for it's sure. It's going to. I wish I wouldn't have set that up. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, okay. So 12 episodes. Yeah, we'll, this is going to, this is going to hurt. Um, I, I might have to like do like two episodes of this and then one episode of, uh, um, school live just to try to like get the taste out of my just to temper like as a palate cleanser. I'm just gonna ra- watch reruns of the Puppy Bowl. No, I'm just gonna raw dog it all the way through. <laughs> you I don't like sitting. your choice of words again. <laughs> you're, you're the trash expert. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, yeah, I'm probably I'm probably just gonna try and knock it out of the way as fast as possible. Just like a just dedicate a few hours to binge it and yeah, this is gonna be a. Uh, Watch it on the phone, Bluetooth in the corner, <laughs> so and see what the fuck I'm watching. <laughs> watching it in incognito mode because you don't want anyone to know or see it in your history. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, 12 episodes of gorgeous, gorgeous. You know what? I bet the artists and the producers and the voice actors that worked on this put their all into it. So... Again, positive attitude. We'll give them all a shot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll see, see you guys in. See you guys in part two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, we are back with part two after we just watched all of season one of Domestic Girlfriend, mostly for your listening enjoyment, I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. 
let's uh what are your thoughts on this show that we picked up from the trash pile everybody's awful <laughs> everybody every person is awful there are there's the exception of a couple people that i think are not outright awful i think that is the parents the mom and dad that remarry fumia natsuo's friend but he's kind of sketch and i i would not put fumia in the good list he's 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 mid he's okay he's he's kind of an incel at times the bar is so low it's a sewage pipe in hell so i'm trying to see some positives here and uh uh what's his name marie the cafe owner yeah marie's on the good list for sure The Marie's only good. other one I might put on the good list is Momo. Oh, yeah, I'd put Momo on the good list. I'd put Momo on the good list. So I say the best way to tackle this is we have 12 episodes of trash, everyone. Let's just break it down episode to episode. And that way, y'all don't have to watch if you haven't. So you're welcome <sighs> for waiting through the garbage for you. So uh, episode one titled, will you do it with me here? Question mark. Okay. So I will say this is peak trash King emperor trash, the tippy top of the hill. Uh, I had apparently seen this episode before, or at least the opening bit. And then I dropped it because uh, <laughs> I think I watched the uncensored one and I was like, this is just hentai with extra steps. What is going yeah. on? And you said that was the high dive had the uncensored one. I watched it on Crunchy. I watched it on Crunchy too, but high dive <laughs> has the uncensored because I, that's what they're about. I watched episode one on high dive and switched to Crunchy <laughs> specifically because it was uncensored. And I kind of didn't know what I was getting myself into. So immediately they show the, the premise of this anime, everyone. Let's do that. There is a boy, Natsuo. He is a high schooler. He is in love with his teacher, Hina. He knows it's not going to work because it's a student-teacher relationship. She's an adult. Plus, she's got a boyfriend. It's not going to happen. He meets this girl, Rui, while out with friends. They sneak off, and they end up hooking up. They, they fuck. But there's like not a lot of feelings into it. She's just kind of curious about what sex is like. So they hook up. They're both like, Eh, we don't really care about each other. Let's just part ways. We'll be strangers in the night. Two ships passing. Turn around, head in different directions. It's like we never, it's like we never knew each other at all. Natsuo's dad states that he's getting remarried. Oh, and she's coming by tonight, my new wife-to-be, and she's bringing her two daughters. Her two daughters are Hina and Rui. Oh, and also, we all are going to live together now. So not only... Is he going to live with the teacher that he's in love with, but the girl that he hooked up with to try and get over her? And they're siblings now. Oh, yeah. Got the Alabama twang to yeah. it. <laughs> yep. And apparently nobody in the family has ever learned how to close a fucking door. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Hina would just come in without knock. Although I did like that Hina wouldn't really knock, but Rui would. Or yeah. at least announce themselves. Yeah. Um, the intro goes hard. 
The intro oh, the bangs, so man. The OP is amazing. I call, <laughs> as soon as I watched that first episode, I'm like, well, at least there's one good thing about this show in the chat. The OP is great. <laughs> I was mad about that. I was mad. I was ready to hate every single goddamn thing about this anime. And then that intro goes so fucking hard. And I was like, God damn it. You don't deserve this good of an intro. <laughs> yeah, you Where wasted you it go? on this show. <laughs> Man. Uh, the animation I, overall is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Better than it um, used to be. It oh. does fall off towards the back half of the season, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed that there were so many more still shots in like the last four episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, I should say, that is probably the thing that frustrated me the most about this fucking show. Is that for about six episodes... There was just feeling I have watching it. There's like, if this was just written with just some characters that were worth a fucking damn, this would actually be a good fucking anime. It's like so yeah. close, but the I characters agree. are so fucking toxic that it can't redeem itself. But then it started showing more warts towards the back half of the mm-hmm. season, especially when the pacing just goes off the goddamn rails for like Dude. the last four episodes. And it's like, just constant drama beats happening like every five minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, oh. That was, talk about whiplash. That was whiplash for me. It was just like you would get into a moment and it felt like uh, like Rui and the main character would have a reasonable relationship and have some growth where they were being step siblings and, you know, actually hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then he shoves uh, something up her butt. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's, not, about that's not episode I'm sorry, one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But got oh, it. But- but Damn. also episode one, my switch from high dive to crunchy roll, kind of circling back to that. I watched on high dive, did not know that high dive was like known for being uncut because I've only watched like stuff that wouldn't need to be uncut on it. And so episode one, they go back Missing to Rui's place to hook up and it's just fucking titties. And I am immediately like, isn't she a high schooler? And they just showing full on titty? No. I got to, where else can I watch this? I'm not into this. This is not, I am un She's actually a vampire. She's 1,500 oh, years old. God. It's not actually called pedophilia if they're a teenager. It's called Eba. Yeah, okay, shut up, you fucker. That's but weird. unfortunately, explaining that makes you sound like a <laughs> sound pedophile. Sound like a pedophile, yeah. <laughs> okay, but yes, episode one. Um, so Hina, at least early on, was giving me hardcore... Misato vibes from Evangelion. I get the, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. adult, the drinking, the like playfulness, uh, being way too close to a fucking teenager. <laughs> yep, dude. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> being very friendly with the teenager. Uh, although you know, as, as we know, Hina commits. Uh, <laughs> and and I think it this starts on this this starts the trend of well on my notes I have pray for our boy. He's about to commit assault. Oh, man. He just throws hands on people like it's not a problem. It's just like, oh, no, I must grab your shoulders or grab your fucking hand. Just just touching people so much. I don't know. Maybe I'm I've got a thing, but he just touches people so fucking much. I don't like being touched that much either. No. Uh, And then Bebsy, not Pepsi. Bebsy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, then. Oh, man. And then episode two, whatever. Post almost kiss, sleeping yeah. kiss. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's, I will say episode two wasn't as bad. As far, it, 
Episode 2 was tame in comparison to the rest of this. We get more exposition about Natsuo wanting to be a novelist and how he's like writing and stuff like that. And him seeing Hina up on the roof and like she's obviously dealing with her own problems and like kind of crying on the roof and stuff like that. And him trying to like learn about her. That kind of. I'm going to hate myself for saying this. That kind of felt normal. Yeah, that I was kind of hoping normal-ish. that's what we were going to do was them having a. I was hoping for like an adult exploration of like people being reasonable after being put into a kind of unreasonable situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been nice. Wouldn't I didn't it? get that. I, I, <laughs> we, don't, we don't fucking get that <laughs> Ooh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm jealous of anyone listening to this episode where they don't have to watch this shit. Because we did it for them. Yeah, and if you're I, here just to enjoy the roast, congrats, you won. Yeah, you won at oh life. Because that is 12 episodes of my life that I will never get back. And I feel like it also took years off my life. Not just the time I invested in watching it. But somehow I'm going to live to be like 20 years younger than I normally would. Like I, I, That's 20 years of my life I'm not getting back. I got a kick out of how bad it was. <laughs> I it was such an unintentional comedy for me. Like at how outrageous some of the moments were that I it, it, it was inconceivable how outrageous some of these moments were. Yeah. Uh speaking of episode three, where Natsuo is all upset about the relationship, uh he confronts her in her room. Oh, yeah. And they share uh, an interesting uh, series of events. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Goes in, confesses, tells her, tells her, uh, Hina to, to ditch the guy. The kiss. Okay, so Audra was watching this with me at the same time. And then we were both howling whenever they did the kiss. She gave him five fingers to the face. <laughs> Slap! And then she came in with the with the with the deep the deep tongue and and they animate the tongue. They animate the tongue. They, they went all they out. <laughs> like money was went, spent. <laughs> oh man, that was budget. Yeah, yeah. No, they they were do they were the duel of fates in there with them with their fucking tongue meat. <laughs> And and my notes just say what with like twelve A's because then, and then she pushes him down and then they just do this and thing on the bed and I'm looking at Audra and then they're trying to like cover their eyes and Hina just being cruel like Dude, oh you're still Hina, a child you're shaking yeah oh man she shoves him down she Natsuo kisses her she slaps him she goes in for a harder kiss pins him down to the bed and seems like she's about to to do her thing. And then she just looks him in the eyes and she's like, you're a child. And then backs off. I'm like, God damn. Do, 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 do. Hello, police. I'd like to report a murder. Because holy shit. That's the second time I've written down, pray for our boy. <laughs> you you, you oh, also God. missed, uh, destroyed his fucking shirt too. Oh yeah. The button. And there's like that still <laughs> shot of just the one singular button on the floor. Like it's some poignant poetic moment. Like, no, 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 no. It. 
I like you're it. all. I know you fucking <laughs> did. You piece of shit. <laughs> and then and then I have a quote from Audra as uh, they gathered up they, their things and left the room and said, "I don't like trash," and walked away. <laughs> That's when they gave up. So yeah. Audra Audra gave it the three episode drop. Gave it the three episode, and good oh, for them man. because four, while not as the stalking episode intense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we forgot to mention that. So, uh. Natsuo and Rui find out that Hina is having an affair with a dude that's married already. And they're both kind of like a, no, we gotta break it up. And I will say that was the most step-sibling-y they've been. In the sense of like a, we're doing this own fun little caper adventure like the, uh, like, oh, what was the goddamn Lindsay Lohan twin movie where it's like the, we gotta get our parents back together. Yeah, Parent Trap. It had a very Parent Trap vibe to them. Where it's like, we're following Hina around the city, and we're gonna break up her relationship. High five, sibling. Oh, well, that's episode four. That's well, the, when they, that's the montage. Yeah, but I'm saying, they don't they find out in episode three about the affair? Yeah, and yeah. that's when they run away and stay at uh, Fumi's, Fumi's house. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Fumi is like, well, you gotta break him up. That, that's all it takes, man. And, and then and, we get to episode four. Yeah, and the thing that really frustrated me with the whole trying to break them up thing is how the focus was strictly on the affair and not how it was someone who had straight up groomed Tina. Dude! <laughs> yeah! It's not even mentioned. It's like, a, oh yeah, he was my teacher in high school and I had a thing for him. And, and we now, a, now we're we fucking. Had a, we had a very inappropriate and too close relationship during high school. And then we met after college, and now he's in, he's married, but I'm sleeping with him anyway. Like, did not yeah. mention that that's grooming mm-hmm. at all. Oh, yeah, well, that motherfucker the, was future farming. That shit is creepy. He planted the seed because Hina's like, that's normal. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. an option. And then Hina's just the cycle of abuse continuing because then she does it to Natsuo. <laughs> yeah. Which they somewhat touch on with... Uh, in a later episode, we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, episode four, perfectly wholesome, where step siblings are working together, having some little without fucking, without <laughs> they're just having a little for fun. once. Yeah, just having yeah. a little fun. You know, no, I didn't see any. You know, I didn't see any dryers anywhere for anybody to get stuck in or anything like that. And <laughs> uh, the phone call impersonation was very childish and wild. Like, yeah. You, how are you going to think this is actually going to work? And yeah, where they're like, it too. we're going to call Shu and I'm going to pretend to be Hina and tell him I want to break up. Yeah. And that'll my, probably be the end of the conversation. We won't need to do anything else. Yeah. My wildly shy, awkward and introverted stepsister is going to impersonate her extremely outgoing stepsister. Yeah. Which also, <laughs> what is the trope in anime where it's like. Long hair means you're bubbly and outgoing, but short hair girl means that you're introverted, quiet, and serious. Why is that every anime? I don't I know. Thought it usually it is a trope. I thought usually the, the long haired. I thought usually long haired meant serious, and short hair was bubbly. Oh no! I think mostly back to like Evangelion, where it's like Ray, short hair, serious, introverted. Mm. Asuka, long hair, loud, bubbly, like school. Massive tsundere. So yeah. School live Yuki short hair, uh, and then their leader long hair. So, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. I, I do know that short blue hair means you're gonna lose. 
Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Short blue Man, hair. Man, I am team. Loss. I am team Rem. All the way. <laughs> and they did her so dirty in they the second season. So dirty. God. Anywho, uh, third third season's announced. Anywho, uh, and then they, after they do all their adventuring, they get back back up at the uh, cafe, talking it out, doing a little war room. And they fucking walk in. And they fucking walk in. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I would say you can't write this shit, but they did. Hina, <laughs> with the guy she's having an affair with, is like, oh, let's just randomly go to the same cafe that everybody's at. Drama! Like, yeah. man, that shit was oh, wild. And not swill. Again, throwing hands on anyone within arm's reach. Yeah. Picks him yeah. up by the collar. And that dude's just like, hmm. <laughs> Why are you touching me? I'm an adult. I don't care for your childish manners. <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> what do I care? I'm white. Yeah. At least Marie was having fun. Oh yeah. my god. The staff was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, okay, so remind me, I want to touch back on Marie. I want to touch back on Marie after we cut through some more episodes. Um Oh yeah, and then I thought it was just so weird that they were like, "Hey, this is resolved. Let's go visit your mom's grave." Not so well. And so fucking fast, like introduce what? as ourselves as new siblings, where it's like, "Listen, if we know anything about ghosts, not so well. Your mom knows what the fuck is going on, but and she doesn't approve. This is weird. <laughs> All right, don't don't bring your step sister, fuck buddy." And your stepsister unrequited love to your mom's grave. That's fucking weird. Well, technically, he did not bring them. They joined on their mm-hmm. own. Still weird. Still weird. Still weird. <laughs> and then, so, episode five, we get Momo, who is another girl at the high school. She wants to become friends with Rui. However, Momo has a reputation at school of being very promiscuous and kind of, like, dating around and quote-unquote, from other characters in the show, she's easy. She the, starts to the like... slut-shaming. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, man. She starts to like Natsuo, and she, she she seems fine. Like, just a normal person. Like, oh. But everyone shits on her. Normal? I'd give her normal. I would give her normal. She definitely needs some heavy she therapy and parental therapy. care. She needs therapy. Who of us does not need therapy? Yeah, well, that's, that's topic. normal. Anywho, anywho, <laughs> God, we're going off track here. Let's get back on the subject. Therapy, cha. <laughs> so this episode was when I was like Team Rui, hundred percent Team Rui. I was kind of on the fence about like who I was going to root for. I I, t- I tend to uh, on these types of shows. And captain of ship. Her, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And her fr- and her, you know, friends in the classroom, Rui's friends were all like, oh, my God, you're going to get the flirt curse and all this other shit. And then they threw mm-hmm. away her little little uh, knitted token, whatever the hell it she was. She made like a little doll for Rui. Yeah. And Rui is like, nope, walks over, digs it out of the trash and is like, well, I'm going to make that decision myself. And I yeah. was like, God damn right you are. That was a baller move. Oh, yeah. oh between uh, Hina or Rui, it's. Team Rui all the way. Like oh, that's not a, that's not yeah. a conversation. <laughs> and she's uh, the only one that has any leg to stand on. Like they had a prior relationship. Yeah, pri- you know, before the step sibling thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And on top of it, 
Rui is she makes some bad decisions, but they're understandable and they're not nearly as inherently toxic as he does are. And none of them involve statutory rape. So I, I, I was being generous, including that <laughs> under the toxic umbrella, but yes, more specifically yeah. affairs, statutory rape, uh, grooming, all sorts of fun, yeah. fun behaviors that, you know, generally don't this, let, uh, cause me to root for people. God. Yeah. This Momo girl, she, Talks about all the male relationships she has are like v- either like violent, they'll hit her. Well, she just talked about being trapped for a while and yeah. locked up and shit. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. This that's not normal. And her just like, well, okay, eh, those are none of those are her choice though, right? But she keeps seeking out this like unhealthy attention because of her underlying issues. Uh, she I meets mean, she meets the main character, he's nice to her twice and boom's like i'm gonna fuck him and they do i'll give, uh, you, I'll give you unhealthy or they try but i will not i i'm still on team normal because people process their trauma in a lot of ways Fair. and i think that's a very not healthy way to process trauma but i think it's a normal way to process okay. trauma a lot of people process trauma in that way so that's why i will give her normal that's i fair. will also give her not toxic because Natsuo stops like her come ons and she doesn't press, which I appreciated a lot because mm-hmm. it seems like everybody else presses for like sexual situations. And she was like, Oh, you don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's have dinner. And Natsuo makes dinner for her, for her. And she's like, man, nobody's ever done this for me before. And I will say this was kind of a bro moment on Natsuo's part. Where it's, that was it's like one his about, one, yeah, he had like two dudes rock moments. And this was one of them. Mm-hmm, Whenever yeah. he's like, oh man, you don't get to like eat with family or friends all that often. You know what? I'm, I'm going to make you dinner. Let's sit down and have just a nice dinner. We don't have to do anything sexual or like push this. Let's just have a nice dinner as two people. And then we'll never expand on this friendship. Ever. 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 So he yep. had that, he had a bro moment. But it was a fleeting moment. Uh, also, so that happens at the end of the episode, more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Why are y'all skipping the the fever flu thing, huh? Because I don't want to talk about happened. it. <laughs> <laughs> that, so I thought we were going back to the like uh, Rui and Natsuo like building a s- sibling relationship. Like I'm mm-hmm. no one else is here to help you. I I have to step up and help. Like I'm just I'm just going to hang out. Because you're obviously suffering, and it's okay. It's pretty good. Uh, things are good. And then she's like, "Hey, mom, I'm calling up stepmom. Yo, this this fever ain't dropping. What should I do? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could do a cold shower, ice water, ice pack. Oh, there's a suppository in the freezer. Also, I gotta say, I think it's weird that people just keep suppositories around unless you have an ongoing condition where you have to regularly take a suppository. Why would you just have that on hand? That might be yeah, I don't have any thing. suppositories in my freezer. Nope. I've got ice cream. Uh, well, some, anything like, is a suppository if you're like, adventurous enough, Marcus. Okay. That's fair. But I don't think but, if I put a frozen pot sticker up my butt is it's going to cure my fever. So. maybe Yeah. There may be anything could be a suppository, but I do not have any medical grade suppositories <laughs> yeah. at home. Well, that and the whole... So having the suppository is one thing. Here you go, Rui. Take this suppository. 
But then Rui had to make it much worse to be like, I'm too sick. I'll roll over on my stomach. Can you just put it up my butt, please? So I laughed my ass off. No pun intended. (laughs) Because it was, again, such an unintentional comedy for such a ridiculous situation. Such an outrageous situation. So yeah, this, and if, oh, if, oh, if that's ahead. the point she's at, like that she's so sick that we're now calling in step bro to do this. Why are we not taking her to like whatever the Japanese bro. equivalent of urgent care is or something like call what? an ambulance? <laughs> yeah. Call a doctor, whatever you got to do. I've I never been know. to Japan, but I'm sure they have ambulances. I'm pretty sure that's a place with hospitals and doctors and not step brothers putting stuff up people's butts. As a medical solution. Also, that that was the one moment that made me kind of sus of the stepmom, where it's like, a, why would you suggest this? <laughs> but I'm trying to give her the she benefit knows. of the doubt of it's like a she knows. She just thinks it's innocent. Like, oh, you're just helping your stepsister. So that's kind of just ignorant on her part. But yeah. I do know inattentive parents is like a very common trope in anime. But how fucking naive are these two to like just not notice all the shit going down in their house? (laughs) Dude. Yeah, every breakfast it's like hot or cold. Like everyone's real frosty or everyone's real flirty. Everyone's real frosty. Everyone's real fucking flirty. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say episode five is one of the episodes that has uncensored content. That um, the Momo scene, uh, I think they did that better with the censorship. Uh, I will say I, that that was a moment where I was like, "I'm glad I'm watching it on Crunchyroll now." It was just all not high dive because as soon as I saw it, I was like, "I know there's some high school titties there that I don't want to see because that's so, fucking weird." The suppository scene is also different on the. Oh uncensored. my god! <laughs> oh no! I didn't think about that. Oh, oh no, Jesus no, Christ! No, they they animated him spreading those cheeks. Are you fucking? Oh I'm no. not kidding! God. I'm not kidding! I did it no. for, for science. For science. Marcus, it was medically necessary. He had to (laughs) know. Oh my god, that is too much. I expected. I expected to hear a right after, but I did not get that. I did not get that. Christ, I am so glad I switched because holy fuck. Oh my god. Oh, gross. Yeah. Episode six. Episode six. (laughs) Episode six six had moments of wholesomeness where it's like, oh, let's just find an after school club. But then the fucking literature club teachers weird in and of himself. And there's like the situation where it's like, is he grooming this girl, Ashihara, where it's like, is there something going on? There, It it definitely seems like he's being uh, at best careless, if not outright being the third teacher we've seen grooming a student in this show. He yeah, seems more sure. aware for sure out of all of them. Mm-hmm. He seems more rare and a little more like he's just fucking with the boy at the beginning. Pops down, like grabs him by the chin, tilts by him the up. Chin. Tilts, tilts I, him up and is like, you have expressive eyes. It's like, Holy I really thought God. I was like, a, are we going to get into Natsuo's bisexual awakening plot here? Is that what's happening? Because I at this point, nothing's off the table. So I thought we were going to get that. But then also later on when he's like, remember, you promised to be my slave. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Why is everyone so goddamn weird? (laughs) I would never go to this school. I'd go to that school for one day and I'd be like, mom and dad, y'all need to fucking transfer me somewhere else. Everyone here is creepy. 
I don't feel safe. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But yeah, the other was a pretty light grabbed me by the chin episode. very gingerly and looked me in the eyes and I'm not cool with it. And then tried to pressure me into kissing the club president. Oh god. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was weird. I forgot about that. <laughs> and he plays well, it why off don't as you like, two kiss right test. now? I'm a watch. Yeah. Like, okay, the, you fucking played it off as like a test of like the measure of yeah. his, his character. And it's like, uh, you can not do that. There's so many moments in this show. For all of our listeners that don't know me, I am a very A cab person. I wanted to call the police. <laughs> like, like this is a hello FBI. Yeah, you need to come get this motherfucker now because he's doing some sketch ass shit. And man, that oh. is that a yeah, weed? I'm calling the police. Yeah, multiple people in this show need to be in jail. I don't oh, say that yeah, lightly, yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> It's also, not even close. Natsuo's poor dad. Like, he seems like such a nice, genuine guy. Man, he's great. Natsuo's dad just wants everyone to be happy. He wants to be a family. Like, that guy, I feel so bad for him. I feel bad for him. So, episode seven. Oh, yeah. Episode six ends with, hey, what, you free next Sunday? Uh, Hina says to the boy. Yeah, like, Hina's Ooh. like, hey, let's. Let's go out next Sunday. Like, let's go. She doesn't word it as a date, but she's like, a, let's go out. Let's spend the afternoon together. Yeah. Then we go uh, into episode. Siblings. Then we go into episode seven. They have a nice day at a restaurant. They go explore what looks to be like a couple museums and like cultural sites. It's okay. Natsuo then confesses his love just outright for Hina. Just, you know what? All my the notes, cards on the table. I put, what a man. He just went out and said it. He just said it. Just was honest. Even if yeah. it's fucking wrong. With his full chest. Yeah. yeah. You know full what? Ass you chest. gotta respect that. And, and then, then she. <laughs> 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 and then she's like, all right, let's go out together. And that's what was like, cool. And then she grabs his hand and starts walking into the ocean. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, like I said, motherfucker, we going out together. Yeah, why does <laughs> it's she a have double to suicide be time? So extreme with trying to make a point. Like mounting. Not, not a and- great teaching moment for the teacher. <laughs> Teachable yeah. fucking moments. <laughs> oh my god. It was like for us to date would be the equivalent of fucking killing each other. So let's just fucking end it here. And that's what I was like, uh yeah, I don't know about that. So let's just go home. She's like, all right, fine. Then drop this shit, motherfucker. Which it's like, yes, you got your point across, but you guys can use words. Like people <laughs> can just talk. And then so they get home and Natsuo's like, hey, I'm going to go talk to her. And then she, and then, and then there she is just door creaked open, by the way, like a yep. fucking maniac flicking the bean. She knew if you're going To masturbate, close your goddamn door. She knew exactly what she was doing. And I chimed in with the haven't you people ever heard of (laughs) closing the goddamn door while you're masturbating. And and, and then Natsuo Mm. activates Splinter Cell 6, like, let's go. (laughs) And he starts slinking around the house really good. And then they do the moment where she comes out of the room and she's going to find him. But no, it turns out he just silently went down the stairs that we know creak 
in this wooden house because they creak every episode. But no, no, no. He activated ninja mode and he was just like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> but yeah, to your earlier comment, Marcus, uh, the subtitle for the show should just be I write sins, not tragedies. Dude. Dude. <laughs> the whole show felt like post-hardcore emo pop punk kind of thing. Like Good vibes. Lord. Like the whole time. Like I was like, oh, this episode is a Chiodos song. Oh, this episode is a Panic at the Disco song. The whole time. But cranked up to 11, like even more, even like more extreme and just emo, like dripping lyrics than you'd get with normally. Also, slight circle back. I think it was episode three or four. I don't quite remember. But whenever Rui and Natsuo are up on the hill, it might have been after he ran away are up on the hill, and she's like, is it true? Do you love Hina? And he's like, yeah, it's true. I fucking love her. And she's, like, crying and, like, goes into his arms. But the most upbeat jazz music is playing the whole time. (laughs) It's supposed to be this, like, super poignant moment. It's like, so do you really love her? (laughs) No, episode one had this weird, smutty, goofy clarinet. There was another episode (laughs) with, like, goofy-ass accordion shit. No, it was all over. Yeah, the musical direction was interesting and odd at a lot of points. Um, it was wild. I don't know what was going on there. But okay. uh, episode seven still, uh, Rui, somehow with telekinetic psychic powers, knows that there's a power vacuum right now because Boy just got denied. Even though he doesn't realize Hina read the book, or at least yeah. his draft, and sh- she is not in the same place where she was, where she's like, let's walk into the ocean. Because she's like, oh, this teenager really does like me. <laughs> but Rui... <Good> news. <laughs> Rui oh, man. magically is like, hmm, well, I, I'll make a play. And then and then Homeboy's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> and just goes in. Maybe we should just kiss, but like in secret, like a lot. And that's what was like, yeah, all right. Nobody sees how any of their actions are awful, and it's frustrating. Uh, the end of this episode, my notes say, idiot Shinji. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what he feels like a lot of the time. And then episode eight, we get an American character, y'all. <laughs> and they make that motherfucker American. He is loud. He is boisterous. Similar to what I'm doing right now. He wants to be friends with everybody, and also he has superpowers where he can leap two stories in the air to do a flying dropkick on a person. Yeah, like wait, all wait, Americans. Can you not? <laughs> it's, I, I, I can only get like about a story and a half. I don't work out a lot. I don't do squats. Uh, I'm, I'm mixed and was naturalized, so <laughs> I've got like five and a half foot. <laughs> so yeah, not so well meets... Uh, this guy, Alex, who's Japanese born, but grew up in America and they basically make him an American. He's like blonde haired, blue eyed, white guy. My God. But the whole subplot of this one is there's an underwear thief on the loose. They happen to find the underwear thief and they confront him and they get him arrested. And that's, that's them hanging out. But also Alex is like, Hey man, I like Rui. Can you introduce me to her? Cause goddamn. And that's what was like, uh, yeah, uh, sure. I guess. 
And that's the end of Alex's development. Basically. Yeah. He's around <laughs> for a little bit, but that's about it. There is a few characters. I was, Alex was one of them. And the other one was, um, oh, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, Ashihara, uh, those two, it's kind of like, do they really need to be here? They don't really do yeah. much. Nope. Yeah, I agree. Was that the green haired yeah. girl? The, yeah, the, yeah the, the, the club president who yeah. basically was there to just crush on the teacher, and that's about mm-hmm. it. And then they go to the shrine for the festival. And wait, is it this episode? Episode eight. Yes, on a family outing to the shrine. This is right before she moves out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she Hina sees Rui and Natsuo kissing. And then the next day she's like, yeah, I'm moving out. All right. Yep. But then tells them, like, oh, no, it's nothing to do with your guys' weird incest thing. I'm just moving out on my own. Right. Yep. And nobody believes her. Uh, Yeah, and then Hina, Natsu will go off. Uh, and then at this point, I've got notes that say, apologize with your mouth, boy. And you talking oh, yeah. a lot for someone in kissing range. <laughs> <laughs> God. Also, I will say... Marie had a very good moment of advice here where he's like, just let her talk. Just let her get out her feelings. Don't interrupt her. Don't ask questions. Don't get defensive. Let her speak her piece, be respectful, and then you can respond. And I was like, that's actually just really good advice. Yep. Like, that's good advice. If if someone is upset, let them speak their piece and then talk to them afterward. And I thought that was... Marie is a character. So we find out, everyone, that the owner of this cafe, Marie, he wants everyone to call him Marie. He was a former Yakuza gang member. Boss. Yeah, Yakuza boss. It was like the family business. He leaves the Yakuza so that he can date a rival gang boss that he has fallen in love with. And it's like, a I, I, I would watch a whole anime about Marie. No, Marie was easily the no best joke. character in the show, and it's not even close. Like, there's nobody within a few tiers of him. Yeah, and this and dynamic reasonable. of this dude that's like, yeah, I'm gay, but I'm in the Yakuza, and it's very bigoted. I don't want to be a gang boss. I'm going to leave to date this man that I love, but it doesn't work out. I'm not going back to the Yakuza. I'm just going to open a coffee shop because I think that's a nice thing to do, and I want to settle down. I would watch that whole anime. I love that dude. He is great. He's it was great. interesting that for that voice actor, uh, who's known for being the like smooth, deep talking, mm-hmm. uh, like drawl kind of guy, <clears throat> and for him to <laughs> play, although it's appropriate because maybe that's why he, that's why he sounded when he was doing the Yakuza boss stuff. Mm-hmm. But then him, him adopting, you know, whatever he's comfortable with now or what they're comfortable with who knows uh and but but just the juxtaposition of having like joker from fire force or economy from jujutsu kaisen suddenly saying things in a very effeminate way (laughs) oh yeah like all for the drama and like just higher pitched more expressive i loved it that shit was great and Um, actually gave some decent advice not just this one time but a few times in the show was probably the only person giving smart advice to people on what the fuck they should be doing. Yeah, no joke. Oh, and that other, the lady co-worker uh, that's at the shop was just like, I'm here for all of this drama. This is my shit. Oh, yeah, she was great, too. <laughs> she yeah, she was more. 
She was fun, but I don't. Do we even get a name for her? <laughs> they they mention it, but I don't remember it because I think they mention it like once. Yeah, she was just there for the drama reactions, basically. Yeah, and so let's see what do we what do we got nine. episode nine yeah episode nine Rui sees Shu at a bookstore and it's like Shu's like hey can we go talk so they go to the cafe and of course the cafe workers are like yeah we're here for the drama but Shu explains the situation between him and Hina and is more of like a yeah also I'm a groomer too but me and my wife are divorced I'm not gonna pursue her Oh, also, I'm friends with Kyria, your literature club teacher. Yeah. We're, we're, we're broskies. Uh, at this point, Hina lives in her own apartment. She's already moved out. But she gave Natsuo a spare she key. She left him a key. She left him a key. <laughs> Natsuo goes over there. She doesn't answer the door, so he just uses the key and lets himself in. Oh, turns out she's asleep. And then he's fucking like, uh... Uh, what what's Robert Pattinson's name from Twilight? Oh, Edward oh. Collins. Yeah, he calls Edward. Him. Yeah, yeah. Edward. It just fucking watches her sleep like a goddamn creep, and she wakes up and she's like, "Oh, it's just you." Hey, you know what, Lily? Maybe you know what? Yeah, we should maybe we should maybe be in a relationship. Yep. I have feelings for you too. And uh, now that now that uh, I have my own apartment, you can come over whenever you want, baby. <sighs> And then they start that, and it's fucking weird. I'm. It's weird. I was still. Su- I don't know what I expected, but I'm still surprised that they went with it as yeah. far as they did, and obviously, you know, the rest of the show. But I was again still hopeful that the moving out, getting distance, and Rui and Natsuo deepening their <laughs> deepening their relationship <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> Oops. Uh, was going to be like, oh, we're learning that children should not be dating adults. Yeah. Nope. And yeah, then, so they start a relationship. So they start it up, and then because he's idiot Shinji, he's still <laughs> fucking around with Rui. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't put the well, brakes on that at all. Just lets that continue. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to fucking tell her what he's up to so he's like well i'll just lie to her and keep fooling around with her on the uh, side i was so well, and, then, and then that goes straight into episode 10 yep where he's just like a yeah i'm going to fumia's house hey guys i won't be home tonight going to fumia's house hey i don't need dinner tonight i'm gonna be at fumia's it's just a lion. and he's going to hina's the whole time obviously lion. rui finds him out and is like i know you haven't been going to fumia's like where, where the fuck have you been going and then that motherfucker lies again and it's like, uh, I've been going to Momo's house. Yeah, she she got the blinders on. She just she just eats up whatever. Well, it's because she likes them and is putting yeah. the blinders on. But it's so frustrating because like otherwise she seems like a logical, reasonable person when she approaches things just as kind of quiet and awkward. But yeah. then whenever it comes to Natsuo, at least now, before she was pretty stoic, but now she's fallen and... I guess logic's all out the window, and that ma- that that makes her human. But damn, when you look at someone with rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. She did have red eyes. Basically, the, whole time. the premise of that. And she so is. she goes over to Hina's house, sees Natsuo over there, and is like, "Oh, you've been lying, and oh, you've been here the whole time. I'm mad. 
and she runs away. Natsuo obviously like finds her and I somewhat have to respect his conviction and somewhat being honest with her now in the sense of like, yeah, no, I love her. Like, I'm not gonna lie anymore. Here's what's up, which it's like a weird thing to be like a, yeah, good on you. No, 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 no. Wait, you're still awful. Hold on. No, you're not tricking me, man. <laughs> yeah. At this point in my notes, I have this dude is worse than jobless reincarnation. I, I hate, I yeah. hate not to more than jobless. I do too. Jobless is a bad uh, character. Oh, easy. Uh, but I also, Rudy. yeah, Rudy. Uh, yeah. I also have in my notes, you lying son of a bitch better get what he deserves. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and then after that, I said, I did put, at least he said it to her face. Yeah. Duh. Um, and this is also about the point nine ten where the pacing just is flying just things are happening so goddamn fast there's no time for any character development or settling or or just they were just trying to get to the end of this shit wherever they were going to try to awkwardly crash this plane (laughs) yeah and speaking of plane they go on a plane ride to okinawa for the school trip yep and hina happens to be the supervisor of it oh god this episode this episode this okay so the american though uh, getting a little tipsy, maybe. And oh just yeah, it's kissing, kissing on everybody. Dudes? <laughs> I got like, a kick out of that. Oh, it's a chili pepper that's like uh, marinated in this liqueur, and he just, and he just gets hammered and just like full on kisses Natsuo on the mouth, and, and then the kisses teacher. Kuria on the mouth, and the teacher, and everyone's like, "Oh, haha, this is so funny." It's like, no, that's wild. Yeah, that's what. That's wild. That would be like that might hit at least local news. Yeah, especially if it was like recorded and it went viral. Yeah, and so they're at they're at this school trip in Okinawa, and then of course fireworks coon shows up. Yep. Oh, she tries and, to back out of the relationship during this episode and pulls yep. right back in. She tries to back out and is like, "Hey, I think we should break up. This isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this." And that's what I was like, "Yeah, you drinking that dumb bitch juice? Instead, <laughs> here's a ring. I would like to get married." This one was one that I got out of a quarter machine or some shit. Yeah. I'll buy you a real one later. And she's like, that's so romantic. Let's fuck. (laughs) And then they do. And then they do. And then they do. This is also another uncensored episode, different one. (laughs) I I, I I thought it would be. I thought it would be. I I will say I would feel less weird about it since he is an adult. That's interesting. Not 208. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, that's why I said less. <laughs> I didn't say I would be comfortable with. I said I'd feel less weird. I just thought of the South Park episode, uh, episode where they're like, ah, the teacher's having sex with the student. And then all the cops are just like, nice. <laughs> oh, also, nice. this this episode really made me think of like the old callback. They're like, where are all these horny teachers when I was in school? So I could call the police because they all deserve to be locked up forever what the fuck is wrong with these people oh but yeah and then the end of this episode whatever they're back in town like they're back home and Hina gets called to the principal's office and they just have a picture of her kissing Natsuo and it's like hey so it appears that you're a teacher and you have a relationship with a student and then she's silent and then the vice principal's like 
So I guess that means it's true then. Well, the vice principal was chill. Uh, the other teacher, the girl teacher, I don't she know pissed. that we got her name. Yeah, she, she was not chill. Yeah. And then Natsuo's like shows up in the faculty room and he's like, hey, is uh, Ina Sensei here? And she's like, you need to go home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, good. Good. Yeah. The, one of the only good adults. Oh, but, and also the parents find out about it at this point. And it's like, I feel so fucking bad for the mom and dad where they're like, holy shit, this has been going on under our own roof. We didn't goddamn know about it. Yeah. Was this a mistake? We're bad parents. Like, was this a mistake? Holy shit. Which they are a little bit. They've been missing a lot. So yeah. pay a little more attention. But you also were shit shipping happening before you got together. I, at the same time, I don't feel like if I left my teenager at home who can, like, cook dinner for themselves, I'm not just going to think they're fucking. Like, <laughs> that's not something that would cross my mind. No part of me would be like, I'm going to the supermarket. Don't fuck! Like, that's not the kind of parenting I would be giving. Mine would no. be like, I'm going to the supermarket. Do you need me to pick you up anything? It, uh, it's more to what milk. Dan said earlier of, like, noticing the flirty and frosty dynamic yeah. going on in the house that probably should have raised some at least some questions right. but, but at the same they time don't just watch i actually go. don't know that i would catch that like i don't mm. no part of me would think oh the logical leap here is that they fuck they're fucking <laughs> or that they're flirting even like i i don't think that would cross my mind in full honesty like now granted it's very blatant in this show but if we're coming at it as a situation I, me as a person, I can never tell when someone is flirting with me, let alone when someone is flirting with someone else. Oh, I, let I can alone actually... alone when someone who's related is flirting with someone else that's related. Like, that's not something that would cross my brain. I can definitely pick out other people flirting better than I can pick out someone flirting with me. Sure, but sure, sure. you're right. I may blinders that if it's family. Yeah. That and it's such an outrageous scenario that you wouldn't jump to the outrageous. But still, this the like, com- you know, having nice bubbly conversations versus like stony. Yeah, yeah. Like, then I would think something's wrong. Something's wrong. I wouldn't, at I least. wouldn't think of that specific thing being wrong, but I would think something's wrong. All right, let's get to episode twelve, uh, where the school <sighs> Catholic churches this shit and just shuffles her off to oh another God. fucking school with no public announcement. Nothing. <laughs> That was a cop thing for me. Like, oh, this cop killed somebody. Let's just put him in a different precinct. Yeah. Let, let, let like, this person groomed a student. Let's move him somewhere else so they can God, do it again. Man, that was <laughs> wild to me. Oh, yeah. And then they try to paint like Natsuo writes a story, a novel about all of this. That was weird. And wins an award for That's it. That's weird. What judges were at this literary thing that were like, oh, I could, I could use a novel about a student being groomed by a teacher. Those judges yeah, were probably teachers themselves that were like, I got some sexy ass students. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that um, shit was what? And then there's no real ending. Hina moves away and Rui and Natsuo were like, oh man, she really did move away. I hope she's okay. And then Rui being like, well, she's not here anymore. So I'm going to fuck you and I'm not going to hold back. Yeah, that was wild. Full credits. <laughs> that was wild. So That was so crazy to me. So Rui lost a lot of points because, again, I was still rooting for Rui as like a person, not the Rui Natsuo ship. 
just Rui as a person. Mm-hmm. And she just puts on the full blinders like, oh, I know he's a lying piece of shit, but I'm still going to pursue him. Like, what? You moron. Um, yeah. also, find, she- find a new person. You're Please. right. Yeah. Anybody. Alex is right there. The American. He was chill. Um, he could jump two stories. Get on that shit. He could jump two stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, but uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Natsuo, whenever he finds out that Hina's dipped and like he, it's all done and it's all been find out or, or found out, the scream the voice actor did, oh, shout out to that voice actor. Man. He put the I pain in there. I believe so it. so hard. I laughed really hard at that moment. He goes to the hilltop and he's just, I thought that shit was hilarious. So he sold it, but the idea, the everything surrounding it was just absurd. So like it yeah. couldn't take it seriously. But you know, <sighs> yeah, good on the voice actor for letting out a good fucking scream. Yeah. Oh, also, high dive instantly put me on the dub instead of the sub. So episode one, opening line, moments ago. I lost my virginity. I was like, I'm switching to this up. I can't do this. I can't. I cannot. At least if it's in a different language, I cannot quite tell if the acting is bad. Or I can't quite tell if the acting is as cringe as I can in my own language. So I switched immediately. Why was Rui cosplaying Hina? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She's just wearing the long wig. And Natsuo comes in and he's like, oh, my God, you're back. And she knew what she was doing. Oh, she knew. She and then knew. she was like upset about it. It was like, why would you do that? <laughs> why? Why? Why are you running? I wanted to see what my hair would be like grown out. What? What? My last line of notes to wrap up this show was what the fuck? Dot, dot, question mark. Oh, speaking of uh, the award in uh, episode 12 that uh, he got, the thing that earlier R- Rui wins an award. And then, like, gets all upset about winning the award. Yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's very strange how they handled that whole part. It's like, can you just give the girl a win that doesn't involve yeah. Natsuo? <laughs> also, I did think that was a good slap in Natsuo's face. Like, yes. oh, this is your first novel and you're better than Natsuo? Suck it, you weird piece of shit. Yeah. I, good. Yeah. Team, Team Rui. Well, I don't know. She's kind of going nuts. But, yeah, I guess emotions I'm team, do that. I'm Team Marie and that's it. Marie. So everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. This is a long ass episode. Let's go overall verdicts. Oh man, uh, the silence speaks volumes. It's <laughs> and, and as I commented early on, um, in this almost hour part two we're up to right now. Yeah. The uh, for the first five or six episodes, it almost felt like if they had just made people a little less toxic that there was almost a good anime here and that made it so fucking frustrating for the first six episodes and then the back half just goes off the rails pants on fire insanity and just gets wild to the point where i was just like this is beyond even being like amusing for trash shake it's just it's kind of traumatic to watch (laughs) i don't know how anyone enjoys this uh, I spoilers. I did read like what the ending of the manga is, and of course, it's not Suo and Hina end up together. Oh, oh my course. god! <laughs> of course, god damn it. <sighs> um, I did not see what happened to Rui, but hopefully, she meets someone else and can get away from those two and get their influence yeah, out of no her life. Joke. Uh, but but for my final thoughts, I don't even really know how to score this. Like 
something below a five. So like a like there was some there were some decent production values early on in the series. The voice acting was good. There was a semblance of a plot. So I've seen worse, but it's not yeah. good. So like a four oh four five, something like that. I would say for me, if I had to tack a number onto it, I don't want to. I'll put it that way. I do not want to rate this. But if I had to put a number on it, I would put it at about a three. And that's only because there are some moments and some characters that I like. Marie, the cafe owner, I loved him as a character. I loved everything about that dude. I wanted more of him. I'd watch a whole anime about him. That's an interesting, compelling character to me with an interesting, compelling life. The OP is great. Oh, my God. I love the opening. And even the outro, I thought, was mm-hmm. good. But the the OP slaps. Some of the music direction, I thought, was very, very good. Other times, I thought it was laughable and funny. And that weirdly raised it up for me a <laughs> bit. Because it, it was at least entertaining. Otherwise, I hate Natsuo. Yes. I hate Hina. Yeah. I don't like Rui, but I don't hate her. And I felt bad for the parents. I'm going to go with three. I was largely uncomfortable the whole time. I was laughing incredulously the whole time out of like kind of like shock factor and just how outrageous it was. 3.0. Okay. Okay. I think those are all <clears throat> sensible. I would Here give comes Dan with the nine out of 10. So <laughs> as, as and in a slightly more objective standpoint, um, like the pacing was all over the place. Characters doing a lot of ridiculous things, even for people who are air quotes in love. Uh, I think I'll give the show like a five one, maybe. Okay, a five one because technically intro was great, animation was pretty good, but it did fell off towards the end for sure. Um, you know, music while weird was decent enough. It wasn't the worst. But if I could add an addendum, or well, it's a little redundant, but a little a little add addition there. This is peak trash. This is if I could if I had like a separate trash meter, this is <laughs> spiking the top. Like it wasn't the most lewd. There are definitely more lewd shows. Uh, there are you know definitely shows who are just objectively worse. But this one really hits the nail on the head on just like trashy people doing trashy things in ridiculous ways uh so i would say this is peak peak trash very right. soap opera oh yeah this is like a telenovela ex- yeah. to the extreme it's absolutely yeah. so if there, you like that i don't know just go back like to it. uh o- o- guy teacher there's a that's a that's a better one from 2002 i'll say if you like riverdale you probably like domestic girls oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, lo- Shots it, fired. I'll say that shit. As long as you can handle the uh, step sibling part, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> yeah, I'm. If you like Riverdale, have I got an anime for you? <laughs> but this has been over an hour long part two. We're about at a, like an hour ten, hour twenty minute episode. I will say, this seems like a good place to wrap it up. Yep. And yeah. hopefully, the next one will be better. Well, yeah, I, no, because somebody's assigning it. Don't assign trash, next person. The next one, I promise, is not a anything remotely in this genre field that won't be close. 
Um, I need a goddamn break. It it is going to be a much chiller palate cleanser show for you guys. Well, we will get to that one next time. For now, thanks for joining us. Sorry about the longer episode, but hopefully you enjoyed it. (laughs) Yep. Feed off of our pain. Yeah. Hopefully you did not actually watch and just got to enjoy the roast. No, watch it. Watch it. (laughs) Or listen to Dan. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Catch you guys next time. See you, everyone. Thank you for listening to episode four of the Anime Backlog Podcast. If you want to follow along with Dan, Marcus, and Nick, next week for episode five, the assignment for Dan and Marcus will be to watch the first and sadly only season of Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. If you enjoyed the show and wish to support us, please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to the show, or spread word about the show to friends or on social media. We really appreciate any help you can give us with growing the podcast. You can follow the show on social media for updates at the handle at the anime backlog on Twitter, and we'll see you next Wednesday.